everybody, and welcome back once again to the Pre-Game Effect Podcast. My name is Ian, and I'm joined as always by Dom and Luke. How is it going, fellas? What up, what up? I'm good. How you doing? Doing all right. Still running the unemployment deadbeat fiance line, but you know, uh, hopefully that doesn't continue for too long. I've been applying for about a job a day at minimum, so we'll see how that goes. That's the thing. You got to find something that's right for you, too. Yeah. Like, I can always find something. I just won't always find something I'm happy with. Mm -hmm. And I can still be picky at the moment. Absolutely. I might be selling my duels in order to be picky, but I can be picky. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. I I think it's one of those things, looking at some of these cards, you can look at them as investments. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't go, like, too deep on that. I'm not trying to be, like, MTG Finance on anyone here, but... But, like, let's be honest. That's the reason that I was okay with picking up the duels anyway, because I knew yeah. I could sell them later if I had to. Absolutely. Yeah. So if you find a good deal, it's like, I mean, might as well buy this now. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. Doesn't help that some of them I got really, really, really cheap, but you know. Yeah. Well, you know, it happens from time to time. Yeah. <laughs> but I've definitely been having to curb my enthusiasm for my new my new kick. Because uh, the World Series of Poker main event is going on this week. Mm. I have been watching the stream all seven days. Oh, man. Um, God, I want to play poker so bad right now. <laughs> <laughs> but turns I, uh, out not having a guaranteed income is not the best way to start a $200 entry like, tournament. <laughs> that's like the perfect thing or like worst case scenario right yeah. like oh i want to go and gamble but literally just talking about not having a job yeah. <laughs> but hey babe <laughs> it's fine like i was looking up tournaments the other day and the casino downtown cleveland it's like 200 entry or something like that it's like 10 grand guaranteed yeah it's like all i gotta do is win hey man but all i have to do is win so yeah no it's that balance against other people who play a lot of poker yeah i was getting into that for a bit like some time and even now every once in a while a video will come through like on facebook and it'll be like the the worst beat on the flop and it's like well here's seven minutes of my life i'm going to be watching this and then i only get poker videos for the next month so i know our buddy uh our buddy joe did the online stuff like right when it came out he was doing very well so he's, mm-hmm. he keeps talking about if that comes back like that's what he would do for a job and i'm like hey man if you need some sponsoring you <laughs> let me know we can uh we can help each other out here at least in the <laughs> beginning until you cut me out because i'm really not doing a damn thing <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's like because uh, like all of the online like u.s based stuff like it's all currently not legal in ohio which sucks uh-huh. But there's one website, uh, it's called Global Poker, mm-hmm. where it the way that their business is set up, it's actually legal in 49 states. Like, get bent Washington, but 49 states, still not bad. Interesting. Um, so it's something I kind of want to look into, because you aren't playing for cash. You're playing for um, sweepstakes credits. And then you just so happen to be able to turn those sweepstakes credits into cash, but that's beside the point. Yeah, well, you know, that's the loophole. Yeah, but <laughs> who knows? There's hey. a lot of there's a lot of skills that go between magic and poker. So absolutely. Well, that's why if you look at a lot of the top 
like magic players are also you see them at you know final tables of poker tournaments mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. david williams runs both tables when he wants to play yeah um because like i know we've talked about it in the past luke you didn't even know he was a magic player for a long time yeah yeah i knew him as a as a poker player because my dad you know when when poker started getting on tv a lot my dad was going crazy about it so we were watching it at, and i remember seeing that guy i was like oh he plays magic too it's like <laughs> no he plays poker too yeah <laughs> but yeah it's like because a lot of the skills that you like develop when you're getting to the higher levels of magic it's like okay i need to figure out what does my opponent have what do they think that they're making me think they have how do i play around what they have while maximizing my own outs it's like it's literally the same thing as magic except the deck is always the same so it's a lot of the a lot of the gameplay feels completely different, but also feels very much the same. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Definitely seems like that. Wild. Well, hey, good luck with it. Well, I know it, it scratches the itch for me, at least, because when I started playing, I used to play poker a lot. Mm -hmm. And then when I started playing Magic, I, like, I've played almost no poker since I started playing Magic consistently. And I don't miss it. Now I know you do, and you want to do both, but for me, like I said, it pretty much scratches the same itch. Yeah, I mean it's, it's a competitive card game where we put money on the line. Like, yeah, yeah, you can have something in the balance that makes it worth it to where you're not hitting the all in every button. Mm -hmm. um, Dude, I I downloaded one of those free apps for playing poker, and I swear I got into a seven handed uh, sit and go tournament. And it was like five people went all in on the flop or before the flop on the opening hand. I'm like, yeah, this isn't even like scratching the poker itch. This is stupid. I'm just getting rid yeah. of this. This stuff was difficult. I used to have the, like the WOSOP, like 2007 Xbox game that I would play. And I would, I would do that and be like, oh yeah, customize my character. The one he gets his, his bracelets yeah we start putting those on it was like i used to play that i mean i was i was I mean, man, we're talking about 2007 uh, it's been some time yeah i had my dad used to have hoyle casino on uh windows 95 i played a lot of that when i was younger there you go. Like he taught me and my friends how to play poker when we were like five or six years old on a camping trip one time and i just got hooked <laughs> that was always our family thing at like christmas and thanksgiving and all that shit at night all the guys would play poker so as a kid i'm running around grabbing them their beers and stuff and they're mm -hmm. they're tipping me and then as i get older i can finally sit down and play <laughs> yep. yeah and i realized i made more money when i was uh running around getting everybody a beer and chips <laughs> it was when i was playing i um i learned to play when i was young I, uh, I, a babysitter taught me how to play and then my one like uncle him and his buddies would play just about every weekend and it had come up that i played and he like oh yeah you should like come out with us sometime like it'll be it'll be funny that i'll bring like someone who's 12 or something to one of these events right uh so we did and i ended up winning but like i got home at like 4 30 in the morning and my mom had fronted me the uh the entry 
Mm-hmm. So like she woke me up around like noon and I was like, yeah, I won. The money's there. Like you take whatever. And she goes, okay, like you just keep it. Like this is hilarious. So I started, I ended up playing against my buddy's parents. So I'd be like, Hey, Mr. So-and-so uh, I'd see him at like football practice. Right. I'm in my pads and everything like getting ready. Like, Hey, Mr. So-and-so like, well, I see you this weekend. And they're like, yeah, yeah. I started like complaining, but I kept doing pretty well, you know? Um, and I think it was one of those things where like, because I was young enough, like the beginner's luck, but also I just didn't th- overthink it. Mm-hmm. It was just like, Oh, this is a good hand. Let's do it. This is a bad hand. Say no, you know? And, um, they complained enough to where I w- they didn't want me coming around. So my uncle like called them out on all their crap and, uh, they like just all stopped playing or they at least stopped inviting like him too, because <laughs> he was like defending me. He's like, well, if he can't go, I'm not going too." <laughs> so that was fun. Imagine being so bad at poker that you have to ban the 12 year old. Yeah. Well, that, that was my <laughs> thing. It was just like, it was wild. Cause like, I would do that and you know, make like 400 bucks and just have that money like okay um, because 400 bucks for a 12 year old is like a million dollars yeah yeah so it would be one of those things where like hey i want to you know buy this game or something or i'd buy this lego or or something Uh, you know hey i want let's go to a baseball game or something Mm -hmm. like yeah here's the money for it mom like thanks (laughs) (laughs) i i'm not old enough to buy these things but i can give you the money that i want to leave (laughs) my own like laundering service (laughs) oh god but anyway i mean that's just a story that didn't happen really or anything so So, so about our magic podcast. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, so what have you been up to? <laughs> Ten minutes in. Oh, God, nothing. Just on vacation. Um, up in Michigan, middle of nowhere is wonderful. And then this week is my wife's first week back at work and my baby's first week at daycare. Mm. So that's exciting stuff. Yeah. Uh, trying to play some arena in between. There you go. Every now and then make it over to Pro Tour Mike's basement. Mm-hmm. Fair enough, fair enough. That's pretty much all I can do because it's only five minutes away. So, how has Arena been lately? It's been it's been fine. It's what I've liked is it's not. So I haven't been playing standard, so I can't tell you how good that is. I've been mm-hmm. playing mainly uh, like Explorer. Yeah, and it's not been too much of like the same deck every time. Good. There's been a lot of good like deck diversity, which is. Yeah, like you said, it's always good. Because mm-hmm. it's it's never fun when it's like, oh, this again, and again, and again, yeah, and again, Bueller, Bueller. <laughs> but no, there's uh, been there's been a nice like range of decks, I think. Yeah. Okay. I was I was trying to see like what, because I know standard rotation is coming up in what two months. Something like that. Was, that was an United, I believe. And you know so, what? Actually, I I lied. I have been playing a little bit of standard, some standard. Um, but I've been playing mill, so you really don't pay attention to what deck you're playing against. Fair you enough. Know, just kind of do your thing. You're playing solitaire. Your opponents are trying to play standard. Yeah. 
Yeah. It's real uh, fun when uh, you play against control. Like you, you do a little bit, you know, I play against control sometimes. And the way this deck is playing, you're playing a lot of, uh, you're playing like the four dual strike four galvanic iteration. Mm-hmm. So you play against mill or play against control. And it's like, cool. I'll just build up till I have like 10 mana and two dual strikes and foretell. And then I'll just cast those a whole bunch of times and iteration and flash it back. Then I'll cast the Tasha's hideous laughter. It's like they only have so many counter spells. Mm-hmm. So if I'm casting like six of them in a turn, they can counter three of them. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. That's <laughs> what I always just liked about playing blue white control or Jeskai control or whatever and modern against mill because this is back before Yorian, so it was always a 60-card control pile. Yeah. But by the time that I had a counter wall set up, it's like, okay, I have 18 cards out of my deck by turn three, and I can only counter so many spells because I have, like, six counter spells in my deck game one because I have all this removal and, like, these sweepers that don't do anything. And then my opponent's just playing lands and milling me out with a couple of ruin crabs. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I, I just can't compete. Like I was actually playing mill at a star city five K one time. And I had an opponent. It was, we were in like the three, two bracket or something like that. So it was very, very much like lose and go home bracket. Mm-hmm. Um, but my opponent played a colonnade tapped on turn one, passed the turn to me. I played Island Hedron Crab, and he's like, yeah, I'll say I'll save the next hour and conceded the match because he knew how awful the matchup was. So like it's very much a solitaire deck into the right matchups. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. I've had a lot of Island Crab opponents face explodes. It's the yeah. best burn spell ever. Um <laughs> And it's not just in Magic, by the way. Talking about other card games, uh, my buddy uh, just sent me a video of Tricky Jim, which is a Pokemon streamer and YouTube person. Um, He has a deck that can mill, like one attack mills like 28 cards from your opponent's deck. And my buddy's like freaking out because he's like, I know you guys talk about mill, and but this is like the craziest thing because of the last card that could mill was like four cards each time and it took forever but this is like a two-shot kill and i'm like yeah i was kind of already thinking about dipping my toe back into some pokemon online but now you're definitely going to this this might be the thing so it was uh interesting to see especially because you guys are talking about mill now Hmm. I definitely, um, definitely request that video link when you get a moment. Yes, I will absolutely send it to you guys. <laughs> uh, Luke, so you said you were dipping your toe into standard. Yeah. Uh, you said you were playing Explorer? Yes. Okay. Have you tried out, al- like, do you do alchemy or no? I haven't. Okay. Um, just because I'm not playing a ton. That's fair. So, like, I don't. I don't want to use up all my wild cards to dip my toe into another format and then go, oh, this guy sucks. Yeah, you absolutely. know what I mean? And I'll be honest, it doesn't even seem like it's another format. It seems like it's a completely other card game. It's really yeah. like I'll be I'll be honest, guys. This is like the first time I've looked something up. I just remember since 
the last time we recorded to now, uh, something was banned in Alchemy, and I remembered it was Grinning Ignis was banned, even though it's a format that they change like the cards all the time. And then I clicked on this link, and it's like, oh, they gave Cauldron Familiar can't block. Meat Hook Massacre, they remove whenever a creature an opponent control dies, gain one life. Like, they're actively changing these cards, and they were just like, yeah, we don't want to mess with this, so we're just going to ban it. It's just it's kind of funny to me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, I was I was playing the deck that got that card banned. Yeah. Shocker. Luke was it, playing yeah, the really, mono-red combo ooh. deck. Yeah. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, their line for it was... One of Alchemy's guiding lights is to keep the format fast, fun, and dynamic. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay. That makes sense. I was so, playing it in, I think, Historic. Yeah. Yeah. Because you, uh, you just have to have a Burgie and one of those. Hmm. And, you know, a Grape Shot in hand. Or if you had on the battlefield a Hazrat's Monument. Burgi, and then Ignis. Mm. You could kill your opponent because then you get to you know loot through your entire deck. Yeah. It's I mean it looks wild. Like they changed Dragon Rage Channeler to be now plus two plus zero instead of plus two plus two. Still and flying. Still flying. Yeah. So it doesn't matter. Uh. Well, I mean. Yeah. Uh, it matters a little. I guess like I guess because a lot of the red removal is probably just like two damage removal. Well, and a lot of decks play spike field hazard. True. Yeah. Just about every red deck plays at least one or two spike field hazards. So, you know, that kills it all the time. So that's I just think it's interesting that they ban the card when they're changing all these other ones. But hey, whatever. Now they have cards that have like six different versions. Did you guys see that? Yeah. Yeah. It, it very much like because I said like uh, alchemy is not a different format; it's a different card game. It's yeah. literally just a Hearthstone reskin. Yeah, yeah. Because there's all these cards that will just sit there and just okay. I don't know what this card's going to do yet because there's like three options that I can choose out of ten when I play it. Mm-hmm. It's like and the- that's, that's literally Hearthstone. Yeah, I just I don't like the and I know this is a big Hearthstone thing too. I don't like the you know changes that follow zone to zone, mm-hmm. like the perpetual or whatever. Yeah, yeah, because like I I enjoyed that kind of effect in Hearthstone because the game was designed around it. Yeah, but when you have all of these interactions and all these cards that have been built a certain way because of the rules of normal Magic. And then just like, ah, we're going to change all these. What, yeah, what do you mean you're just going to change the rules? It's wild. <laughs> Very wild. But yeah, I, I just didn't know if you had seen uh, any of like those changes or whatnot that was going on with it. So interesting stuff. And that was our arena moment. Back to our normally scheduled program. <laughs> um, real quick before we do get back to the normally scheduled. Oh, boy. Um, so Alchemy's been around for, what, less than a year? And they've already had to ban something when they normally would just change it? 
Hearthstone just banned a card for the first time in seven years because they couldn't find a way to fix it. Wow. That is wild. Yeah. And Alchemy did it within the first year. It's like, come on, guys. Hey, you know. Well, there's only so much they can do, man. So much they can do. They have a whole, whole other card game. They have to create 56 plus different sets in a True. year with 17 new mechanics to start yeah yeah <clears throat> what even had card has four different arts and Back apparently now 17 million different things that can happen randomly when it gets played yeah mm-hmm. hey, whatever anyway back to this game that has brought us all together and we all love it some way <laughs> and that'll eventually tear us all apart <laughs> 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 again um so i think was the next thing we want to probably talk about is a little rcq review i think would kind of be nice um ian and i were able to make it out to an lgs of ours kind of local uh full grip games out in akron so it was 40 minutes for me i don't know how long it was for you about half an hour okay um which is also a sponsor of tricky gym if i had a little ding i would hit it ding. <laughs> um great people out there uh good friends and stuff so we were able to make it and it was modern i think there was 49 people yep and it from my perspective it was the first time i had played modern in a while and i was like kind of thinking of trying to play this or that and i'm like you know what i'm just gonna play burn and we'll see what happens like i was in a very like i have to be in a good mindset to go down and play and that's when i have my best performances is when i like kind of don't care what's going on mm-hmm. you know like i i've have a song stuck in my head all day, but I'm still like performing really well. Like this is, this is what I'm doing This Everything's working really well. Um, that was kind of the mood for this one. Um, and then I got paired against the mirror and round one and they had core firewalkers and I didn't, and I lost and I was like, well, one step closer towards the door. Um, and then round two against Grixis Death Shadow. And my opponent had like a Ragavan, a Ledger Shredder, Kroxa, and Expressive Iteration. And I was just like, I lost game one of that match. And I was thinking to myself, like, do I really want to sit here and play modern for a couple more hours? Like, <laughs> I don't want to play against any of these fucking cards. Like, you know, yeah. like, no. We we paid the we paid the twenty bucks. The only reason I did it play went and played was because it was only twenty dollars. It was like forty or fifty bucks. I was out on that. Um, I was like, no, we'll keep it together. Ended up coming back and winning that. So I was out of the money, but ended up going four two overall. Uh, it was cool right. leaving stuff back up again. You know, I was like little little upset with some things you know i mean just kind of the same thing of like i think a reason i don't really care for modern as much right now is the decks are kind of i know like i'm sitting here looking at the metagame and i feel like the decks are kind of running the same cards but also some of the people 
like with legacy for the most part it's more like it's a different mentality or like uh almost like a friendlier like because they're just there to play like people are just happy to be playing it um but i can only take so many opponents that are like actively beating my ass in and like complaining while they do it it's like guys what are we doing here come on man like <laughs> we can hold off on that but yeah, it's like yeah. when, when people start ruining it for everybody else that's where i draw the line yeah that's what i mean man you know so i mean like i said overall I had a good time uh it would have been nice to i guess make it into the money but then i would have had to play more modern in top eight so i mean it is what it is got to see some buddies and went and had some good food afterwards so hell yeah we did i'm i'm not upset with at least my my stance on it or uh my uh my take that saturday so well i gotta laugh about your uh your comment about everybody playing the same cards because i looked at the modern metagame and i'm like ooh, i like three of the top five decks I play three of the top five decks. I was like, Murktide Regent and Blue-Red Control. Let's see how similar they are. Murktide Regent, the deck called Murktide Regent plays four Murktide Regents. The other one plays four Ledger Shredders. Or no, yeah. it's not even the Murktide Regents that's no, different. It's, it's the Darcy's or Ledger Shredders. It's, that's it's it. Darcy or Ledger Shredder. That's the difference. Yeah. Oh, and one less Murktide in the control deck, or in the, uh, in yeah, one less Murktide in the control deck, so it can play another land. Mm -hmm. Spells are the same. Lands are near enough the same. Jesus Christ! Welcome to Modern. What's going on here? I mean, there's like there's five different builds of four color pile right now, and the only difference is like eight cards. Yeah, which is impressive when it's an eighty card deck. Yeah. I mean, true <laughs> that they're that they're that similar. Like it makes yeah. it even more ridiculous. Yeah, it's, the, like, it's the equivalent of six cards that, in a normal deck. So yeah. the the list that you were sending me, or the list that you ended up playing, like I think it looks really cool. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, out of fifty people, you could still have like almost half of the people playing like the same stuff. So do you just want to be in mirrors with that? Like this is at least from my my idea of it. I I. I the list looks cool, but it's one of those where if I'm going to spend as much money as I would need to to finish this deck in order to play it, I might as well, like, buy a dual land or two. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and how much am I actually going to play modern with it? So I I'm fine with, like, oh, I burned? Cool. Sleeve it up and let's go because it's always, it's almost always just a coin flip. And I'm fine with losing some coin flips you know i mean i'll be honest like because i was playing four color traverse pile um which so looks fantastic yeah it was, i it really was like that very deck. strong um so the big difference between the traverse deck and the like i'm not even going to call it traditional really but the normal version of yeah. four color pile um you play all four unholy heats you play four Mishra's Baubles, and then instead of the Eladomri's Calls, you play Traverse the Evenwald. Mm -hmm. Because if you're once you're able to turn on Delirium by like turn three or four, because it's not that hard. Like this deck plays seven seven different types. 
Um, Cause you can do stuff like put my abundant growth on a fetch land and then I can turn on delirium whenever I need to, because I can just throw a enchantment in the graveyard mm-hmm. um, or I'll just play a run and six and ping your creature. And then you untap and kill it. It's like, okay, cool. Now I have another thing in the graveyard. Um, so I was playing like a main deck Emrakul um, just to try to get some points in the mirror match. Um, which I did play one mirror or one pseudo mirror. Um, he was playing the elementals build. So okay. it was on risen reefs and a couple more cavernous souls. And then just went, it was like a more streamlined deck, basically. Mm-hmm. And I will say, playing that mirror is not as miserable as people say it is. Uh, it's worse. <laughs> I I probably am putting down my Red and Sixes after yeah. that weekend. I still need to do some tinkering and some thinking about it. But at this point, if I'm playing Modern in the next couple of weeks, I'm not playing Red and Sixes in my four-color pile. I am cascading. I am playing Rhinos. I don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. So I was just thinking about what you said um, with Ren and Six about, you know, you'll you'll minus on a creature and then they can kill it. And just imagine, just think about how terrible that is being on the other side of that. I don't even have to imagine. I've been there. Being on the other side of that where it's like, he has a super powerful Planeswalker out. I can kill it, but that's what he wants me to do. <laughs> or I could not do what he wants me to do, let it live, and he has the super powerful Planeswalker out. God damn it. <laughs> what was... Yeah, it's the good old lose-lose situation. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, it's just, it felt... <sighs> In the mirror match, the games where I had a run and six and my opponent did not, I felt like I could not lose. And then the games where they had the run and six and I didn't, I felt like I could not win. I, as much as I like having the card in play, it would not surprise me if run and six got banned sometime in the next couple of months. Like, I mean, straight up. It's, it's one of those things where I was wondering if you were going to say that or just talk about it. So you were, you were chatting here and I looked through the three or four decks that have pretty much all the same cards. And it's exactly what we're sitting here talking about. Um, It's the elementals, which I, I like the design of the elementals. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they're too much. Like I, I could kind of see it, being a maybe a little bit too much um but looking at like the the rest of these lists like there's only i understand they're playing 80 cards main there's only so many of these cards that are four rows Mm -hmm. okay i people who listen to this luke ian you guys have known me for a long time i either most of the times i like when i'm like oh i'm into this deck list i literally said what i was playing for this this uh, rcq by saying there's a lot of fours and twos in my list and i love lists like that it's very consistent this is what it is i also do like the toolboxy stuff i really do 
But these things, I mean, I don't understand how they can have these cards. Like, they just have whatever the minimum requirement to be under a different deck name is what's happening with these these lists. Dom likes either a lot of fours or a lot lot of ones. ones. Yes. (laughs) And there's way too many twos and threes. Yeah. In these lists for his for his liking. Like I hate my control decks. (laughs) I would run I think I would run the elements. That's what makes him hate control decks. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. hundred (laughs) percent. I've I tried to play a control. I really did. I played uh, I built Grixis control and modern a few years ago when it was actually like decent. And um, so a long time ago. Yeah. I just didn't like the fact that I could play really well, but I would lose like a 35 minute game, not a match, a game because of a decision on like turn two. And I was like, well, that kind of sucks. So I sold all that shit. I built Affinity and started running the fuck over people. And I had a lot of fun with that. <laughs> like one end of the spectrum to the other and 0. 0.5. Oh, yeah, man. It was great. The only reason I kept uh, Scalding Tarns, this is before they reprinted anything. I kept Scalding Tarns because they were in Burn. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that was my flex on people. And then I saw that we were at a tournament um, when the first... Uh, one of the first mass that first master set came out, or the second one, I think it was. And um, they were buying scolding tarns at like a ridiculous price. I think it was like $80 store credit. And I was like, is that for the Done. set or for each? And they're like, oh, that's each. I couldn't, I couldn't get my burn deck out there fast enough and mm-hmm. slam those things on the table. And I built Living End yeah. from that. And I played Living End for a long time too. Um, but anyway, Renin Six, fuck that card um it's it's just it's it it, there's good i'm fine with cards being good and being strong and being powerful and all this stuff but it's just insane you know like oh two man is planeswalker like what's the joke with death threat all the time what's a one man of planeswalker yeah it's a a one man of planeswalker that makes mana every single turn until it kills your opponent yeah hey guess what renin six hits my land drop every single turn until it kills my opponent yeah and it's like you we just talked about you can play it and then uh you play it and immediately plus it okay now it's a four so then lightning bolt which is the most played spell right now with 39 percent of decks playing it it's now it's only at one okay well then you have to have two burn spells to get rid of it so then that's a two for one in their favor but then like you said then you have a planeswalker in the board if you're doing the traverse version or if you're playing against, you know, not that Jund is huge right now, but like, oh, then Goyf has Planeswalker in there and it's fine. And it, it's just, I, yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Like, just because these decks all kind of look the same and like seeing the elementals and stuff, I really like that aspect of it. I don't like the other stuff going on in it. Mm-hmm. So, but, I'm curious now because like looking at the metagame here it, and it, it's not like legacy where the top deck is 30%. The top deck they're saying Merc Tide is at 7.7 and burns behind it at seven. I, I think that's a better spread. Mm-hmm. Would something happen still because we're looking and these decks that we're talking about, it looks have dropped to 4%, 3.1 and 2.6. You know, is the counter argument to that 
well, those decks aren't doing well, so like we'll just keep them in there. I think a lot of the reason why those decks aren't doing a ton online, because like let's be honest, it's what most of the results on Goldfish are. It's league Very results, true. challenge results, like preliminaries. Because that's just most of what's happening right now. But yeah. even the people who play Moto by using mana traders or can't even think of the other systems out there for renting. Card Hoarder, I think, has one. Uh, but like the people who go and rent their decks, like, okay, cool. I don't feel like paying $100 a month for my subscription, so I can't rent this $1,200 deck. So I'm going to play something else. Yeah. Yeah. That's fair. Very fair. <clears throat> so, like, there's a lot of people who are just straight up priced out of it unless they are paying the top tier subscription fees. Yeah. Like, I get kind of lucky with my managers because I've been using it for so long. So, I have like the benefits that can let me get to where I can rent some of these builds. Like, because I at a certain point, I don't know if it's something you get right away, but at a certain point, mana traders will let you pay a couple extra bucks to up your limit for a certain number of hours. Mm -hmm. So for me, I pay like three bucks and I can up my limit by about 200 something tickets for 48 hours, which gets me to where I can play some Yorian piles in modern. Yeah. And that's just absurd to me. So I don't know how much of the oh, it's only this much of the metagame is because it's just a $2,000 deck in paper and a $1,300 deck online. But it is definitely, like the cards in this deck are always going to be good. Mm -hmm. Like any four color value money pile is literally just going to be the best cards in the format crammed into one with a shitty mana base that somehow works. Yeah, very fair. And the I mean, way that... Jund was top or, or, or along the top for a very long time. And let's be real, that's just a three color money pile. <laughs> yeah, it's three color <laughs> money pile. So you just take <laughs> you take another color, cram it in there, and then all of a sudden you get to play these four color cards like Omnath, which when they resolve and stick around for more than a turn, you win the game. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. I, I have I have one for four color alone, and I've played it in it for a while. I haven't signed and everything. I kind of wish I had more. <laughs> <laughs> not that they're crazy expensive but like i just don't want to i think i bought that one at a cheaper price so i would rather have had all of them and then like yeah i'd run elementals or something yeah you'd rather you have know. them all at like the four dollars you bought it for instead of the <clears throat> 11 they're at now yeah absolutely it's just but yeah, i don't know like, guys looking it's, at it's crazy looking at the similarities between modern now and legacy when Ren and six was legal um because I know, Dom, you played a bit of Legacy during that time. I don't know, Luke, were you around playing Legacy when Renan 6 was legal? Uh, yeah. Yeah, some. Um, so you guys have seen it. I saw it a lot more because I was playing a lot more Legacy events like, and traveling for the events. Mm. Where Renan 6 piles, whether it was four-color value or it was just Delver playing Renan 6, it took over the format, something fierce. Absolutely. I, I do remember that, yeah. Where you were getting either wastelanded every single turn by the Delver deck because, you know, plus target my wasteland, wasteland you. Okay. You couldn't answer this last turn. Now you're down to mana. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, you hit your land drop again. Well, you still couldn't get to your answer because it's three mana and you have two in play. Yeah. I'm going to win the game. I'm just going to take away all of your mana and I have free counter spells for the rare time that you have a little bit of mana. Exactly. Whereas in modern right now, like you're getting a lot more of the other end of the spectrum where it's just, I'm going to play all the best cards I can. And I'm going to play a crazy one of mana base and just a bunch of fetches and Ren and six will make it so I can cast all my spells. Yeah. This happened. This, this is like the first time that has gotten this bad with it in modern, I think, but it's happened before in legacy mm-hmm. when death Ridge Shaman was legal. Yep. It's happened before in legacy when Ren and six was legal. It's happened when Astrolabe was legal. Mm-hmm. And I started twitching when you mentioned Astrolabe being legal. Sorry, not sorry. That was miserable. Only for the people playing against the Astrolabe deck. Like I said, I played a lot of Astrolabe. <laughs> and I'll be honest, it was miserable to play too. Yeah. Well, I mean, when you have, so, I mean, getting back to what you were saying, when you have something like Ren and Six, and you know, you have the fetchable duels and even the, the fetchable trilands. It's like, cool. Every fetch can get all my colors. Yep. So it doesn't matter which of my 12 fetches I have in my opening hand. I'm just going to keep playing the same one over and over. Get all of my colors, play all of these super powerful spells. And you're dead. Yeah. Yeah, because like, you might not be dead now, but, but you're, you're dead going to be eventually seven turns, and there's nothing you can do about it. Because, like, let's be honest, if we're looking at these four color piles and there's no Ren and Six in them, it's like, man, they got really lucky with their mana. Mm-hmm. Because, yes, you can play for abundant growth in your deck. It can fix it can fix your colors, but when you have Ren and Six making it so you hit all your land drops. You can keep hands that are just Triome, Fetch Land, Ren and Six, four random Yu-Gi-Oh cards, and eventually you'll get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that, that's that's the other aspect of it, too, is you can, in a deck that plays four, five, six drops, you can keep a two-land, five-spell hand. Yep. And not at all get punished for it. There are yeah. not a lot of decks that play as high a mana curve as that deck does that can keep that hand. I I have legitimately kept a hand online that I kind of got ridiculed for keeping, but it was Fetchland, Renin Six, Bobble, Bobble, Omnath, Five Drop, Five Drop, and I cast Omnath on four. Why? Who would have? Yeah, that's a keep. Like I don't know why anybody would ridicule you for that. Oh, I, uh, I believe the term that was used was "you greedy bitch," and she wasn't wrong. What you smoked him that game, right? Oh yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. You, so, but lo- looking at what's going on, when you did you know what you were up against? Deck, you're a greedy bitch. Yeah. 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 Honestly, like looking at the mana bases that are going on right now. If think 
think if Simeon Spear Guide was still a modern, just to have that Blood Moon come down on turn two, Blood Moon would be huge right now. Oh, God. Huge. And I, I think that's it's exactly what we're getting at here and what Ian's talking about with the different cards that we saw banned in Legacy kind of starts to trickle down to modern. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Death, it, it's, it's these cards that make it so that you aren't you want to play four colors or five colors? There should be some some not backlash, but like there should be some to things have, to punish you. Yeah, yeah, some things to punish you. But now it's like it doesn't matter, and especially with the printing of the triomes. So it's like all of these things in a vacuum by themselves aren't bad because there should be things to punish punish that. Yeah. In modern, you you know you're going to be fetching and shocking and doing all this. Your life total is going to be low. I think is why burns pretty solid right now um but now you have these triomes that also come in and it's three colors and you just have to play a little bit of white to play uh prismatic ending which is like the greatest removal spell almost in the game right now in damn near any format so then you play your triomes to do that. And, oh, if you draw them later on, you can cycle them too. Like, again, good cards yeah. by themselves. I do not think they're that that off, like, extremely powerful. I think they're yeah, very there, There's nothing wrong with having good cards in a format. Absolutely. That's what makes magic fun. But when you start to add up some of these cards and they start, like, let's be honest, they're, they're comboing off. Then we got to kind of look at it like, what the hell is going on, guys? Like... You know, playing playing these Yorian piles and whatnot, it's like, is there a downside to this? Yeah, like, yeah, you're a greedy bitch for keeping that hand, but it's going to work out. What, like, I love hearing and, like, seeing numbers, but there's, I'm also lazy, so, like, I don't want to do all the numbers, (laughs) but I would love to know the percentages of that hand not working. And if I was well, in if I was in your sh- your shoes as well and looking at that hand, I'd be like, yeah, this is probably fine. This is great. And like I, just going because I was like I was on the draw playing a twenty nine land deck. Yeah. So oh, yeah, I had three redraws basically because I had two draws from Bobble and a look for a, um, with the fetch land that I could shuffle away. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. Just to hit a land in the one draw cycle. Like so, I had four outs at a twenty-eight outer, out of seventy-one cards. Yeah, going back to yes, poker, I'll call that. Yeah, yeah, and that—that's my thing too. Like, I, I understand. Like, well, the, that's why I'm surprised you're not seeing more like Ponza decks that can do a turn two Blood Moon. Well, the stupid thing is, Blood Moon doesn't really hurt these run and six decks all that much like if you can catch them with their pants down and they're not expecting it sure but it's not actually that difficult to just fetch a couple of basics and play around it i played magus of the moon in my four color pile deck like there's so many different ways to just even fetch a basic forest and then now my besaju when i draw it is turned up or when I tutor for it with my uh, traverse, I can just blow up your blood. Or... Another, another card added to the list of really good cards that when you just keep adding it to this, it's it's like like the Delver 
effect in hmm. Legacy is that the shell, these cards by themselves are okay, they're, you know, not good to okay to good, good solid cards. But you put them all together and it's like, how is this deck even beaten? Right? You just yeah, it's keep like adding because the card pool is so huge. Yeah, it's like when you look at a deck, when you look at a deck like Death and Taxes, it's like, oh, okay, it's a three mana three one that blinks something when it enters. Yeah. Okay, that's not that good. Or, oh, it's a seven mana equipment that you taste. Sure. Yeah. Now, when you put all these cards together, they do a very powerful thing. Like Aether Vial is a hell of a card, Wasteland Importer, hell of a thing, and just not caring about what, like, counter spells and stuff your opponent has and just playing a fair game yeah it's very strong but then you look at a deck like renin six omnath pile in modern it's like okay well now all these cards are very good on their own and then i'm just putting them together and then it just says something stupid mm-hmm. yeah because i know i know like you've talked about it in the past a bit dom where you think like companions could just go in modern Mm. i don't think that's necessary like i do think that renin six needs to go at some point this year Mm -hmm. whether it happens before the big main event in vegas or whether it happens after or what i don't know but it would not it wouldn't surprise me if it happened soon but the fact that Renin Six just got reprinted makes me think they're going to wait. Yeah, yeah. I was literally going to say it's perfect timing because they're cashing in now. What's yeah. going to happen is the big event's going to happen in Vegas, and then they're going to be like, "Oh no, Renin Six is a problem. Who saw that coming? I guess we better do something about it, and then talk about it for six months before they ban it." Yeah, I'm actually going to. I'm actually curious about one thing that I'm going to look up here. Um, how long after Mox Opal got reprinted did it get banned? So I'm going to find that out real quick because that I'm interested. was in Modern Masters 2, right? Or no, um, yeah, no, you look up when what it got banned, Modern I'll look Master up when set. it got reprinted. Okay, those were Modern Masters sets, right? Yeah, it was. There was modern masters were. Yeah, it was remember. reprinted in double masters. Double masters and modern masters 2015. So double masters was after. So double masters was printed in about this time 2019. So, um, that would be. No, I don't want. No, what? I'm trying to. I'm trying to. Google Double Masters release. It's given me the twenty nine, the twenty twenty two one. So the original band from Okay, so never mind then. Well, I, I thought was that Double Masters was was printed. I thought that Double Masters came out before Mox Open got banned. Mm-mm. But the ban happened in January of 20. Yeah. Because uh, that was when they hit Mox Opal, Oko, and Mycosynthlatus all at the same time. Mm-hmm. 
which and I played then, one of those and my friend played two of those in the same team event. So that was fun. And then looting was banned after that. I believe looting was before that. Oh because... yeah. Looting and then they finally just got rid of Hogak. Yeah. August 26, 2019. I was, was when Hogak and looting were banned. Talking to my first round opponent actually so we were both on burn and afterwards and just kind of like talking like we're talking now you know like the whole reason we we started this and stuff is because we were already sitting around and chatting anyway so we might as well record it and see if anyone else wants to listen but it was the fact uh it was brought up that like there's all these new cards that you know when a standard set comes out you might have two, three cards that see some play in modern. It doesn't have to be anything crazy, you know, but they could be solid cards, different decks and whatnot. Um, but then they started to push these these sets that go right into it. Hmm. And every, just about every card we have been talking about has been from Modern Horizons or Modern Horizons 2. And we, we've really only been talking about them being problems, right? So it's these cards that are being injected straight into these formats that they're trying to push anyway. They, I understand they need to make money. Totally get it. Um, but they're getting pushed and they're getting injected into these formats that already have this huge card pool that is larger than what legacy was when modern was created correct uh yes because modern first modern first came around in 2010 yeah so that was 17 years so yeah right now we're we're still on uh 17 to eighth edition would have been 2007 so we're about the same yeah and plus, we've had two sets go in straight into modern, and then the third is going to be this Lord of the Rings set, which is Modern Horizons three. People are talking about, and it's like, what's like, what's the next thing that's going to happen? Looking at the prices of these, I mean, you're telling me, oh, they hey, they finally reprinted fetches, guys. They finally reprinted fetches. Okay, so we can all stop complaining. We can all stop saying anything like crazy because your two scalding turns are now $55. I feel is very reasonable. I'm fine Mm -hmm. with cards having value. Totally fine with them. But then you look around and you're like, yeah, this deck is still a thousand fucking dollars for Merktide region and modern. And your four Ragavans, $280. And it's banned in Legacy. So Legacy players don't even want those cards. I'm not saying legacy players only play legacy could look at us we play a variety of things i totally understand that you're still telling me it's 280 dollars for play some of those cards okay um I mean, sure. ren and six just got reprinted and the originals are still sitting at 87 dollars and yeah, a place that have been new ones is still like, 315 it's this is crazy to me like and this is just this is just the two color deck that's not that's not this this four color stuff, which we're pushing two thousand dollars, bro. For a two modern. grand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like uh, 
what what the hell yeah I mean, your solitudes 165 was... renaissance 300 and like you said that was just reprinted so the price should keep keep, keep going down but is it actually going to? Because now more people have access to it. And if people are still playing paper, they open one up. What do we always talk about? That, are you going to sell it? Or are you going to buy three more? Into. That's the fallacy that always ha- was happening with Tarmogoyf. Yeah. It seemed like every other modern masters or every other you know masters set, they would reprint Tarmogoyf. And everybody like, oh, good. They're going to go down in price. Why is it spiking 20 bucks? And then staying there. So it's not even a spike. It's just... Mm. It's jumping 20, then staying there. On the bright side, they have reprinted Tarmogoyf into the ground so hard now that it is a $20 card. Yeah. Well, because it's not playable. Also true. <laughs> Who's playing it? I think it's... Uh, literally Jund in yeah. Modern, and that's it. Um... Yeah, but there's nobody playing Jund anymore. Like That's the thing. It's always just been Jund that hey, played it. They spent a good amount of money on all of their money cards. <laughs> They're only playing three colors, and it's still $1,700. So you shut your mouth. And that's not also, even including foils. So, so get out of here, buddy. About the problem with it being the, these like modern Horizon sets is they wanted to make sure that these cards got into modern. Mm-hmm. Like, we're going to make this. We're not making this to be a draft set. We're making this to be, you know, affect modern. Oh, crap. We made them too good. Mm-hmm. But then we don't want to. But then they don't want to ban them because no one was going to buy their sets. But then they don't print enough of the set, so it's scarce enough mm-hmm. that that's why it's just stupid expensive. That even if even if it gets reprinted in one or two more, you know, supplemental sets. Let's like that's what these are. These are supplemental sets. These aren't full. Yeah. Like standard sets. You know, it can get printed three or four times. And still not have as many out there as are in a card that was just printed once in a standard set recently, in a you know, modern standard set. And I don't mean modern is in the format. I mean modern is in the last couple of years. Yeah, yeah, because like they'll still print those standard sets for six months. No, oh, yeah, at least yeah. Whereas you're lucky if you can find Modern Horizons two boxes for less than double what they first came out for. where I can go out and get a pick random standard set from the last two years, Ikoria box for probably under, under hundred bucks now. Yep. That and that's how it's but always Ikoria been. has companions and triomes. True. So it actually has more hits than a normal set would. Even though Luris is banned and everything. Yeah. I, I hey, know it finally got unbanned in vintage, so it's playable again. Um, I I think it's one of those things too where these sets could be printed as much as standard, and I'm I'm again I'm fine with cards having value and like being good cards like chase cards all this stuff. I still think they would be up there in price. Like me, the Me Hook Massacre is still a fifty dollar card, mm-hmm. and I mean that was in Midnight Hunt, and they had the whatever the hell it is double feature terrible set whatever they could look cool but they weren't designed that's that's a whole other thing that i could rant on but that's what i was mostly about art but whatever um i just i don't know man but i i definitely think you know i i feel like most of our episodes are like titled like something's gotta give 
<laughs> this one could be up there again. Like title. Something's got to like give four point five. Yeah, Renan sixth edition. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I I don't know that I think seeing seeing like yeah, just what Renan six is doing, it's wild. I'm if it does happen, I just can't wait to then see all these Facebook groups, people trying to sell them right at that price, right before it really starts falling and all the laugh reacts. So that's what I'm considering why. doing mine now. No, absolutely. Yeah. I, mean, I, I think it's. Uh, and I also like if you're not enjoying there. it and you think it's going to drop in the next six months, like now is the perfect time to sell it for multiple reasons. So would your plan be to still play the four color piles, but just take out red and six and add your some cascade spells and crash. I would falls. I would most likely play four color cascade rhinos again. Um I mean that the dog is dope too. It, it dude it's so much fun. <laughs> because like a lot of the a lot of the issues that I personally have with the teamer rhinos deck mm-hmm. is the late game of the deck is not that strong. Once if they are able to answer you having like eight power on turn three, and then they can answer it again, it's like you're that kind of peters out a little bit. Yeah. Um, like you're you're obviously still able to like hard cast your furies, hard cast your brazen borrowers, but it's not as strong. Mm-hmm. I I like the way that the four color rhinos plays better because you do give up some of the like super crazy explosive turns where you get a gemstone caverns on turn one on the draw, turn two, play a land, ice down their land in their upkeep, and then they just play tap land and then you make 10 power with a sharpless agent. Mm-hmm. But if they untap and just say, okay, play something threatening into answer a rhino, into block a rhino, now you just don't have much going on. Mm -hmm. With the four-color version, I can still play the elemental game. Like, I can still play the Omnaths, the Furies, the Solitudes. I can play the Teferis. I can still have this late game go big plan. Mm-hmm. Like if I want to, I can still put an Emmercool in deck. Like I can still have all of these late game threats, but also still be able to just go and jam a power on turn three at their end step. Yeah. So I think that is probably where I'm going to start to go um, in modern for the time being. Um Definitely where I'm going to go if I sell my Renan Sixes. Because just being able to have a lot of the late game tools Mm -hmm. while only really having to sacrifice like a little bit of the mana consistency, but still being able to just have these powerful haymakers you can slam early with the rhinos just to make your opponent answer them. Because let's be honest, they either answer it and then i just slam it out math or they don't answer it and they die yeah absolutely so i i think that that's probably where i'm going to start leaning going forward um i know doom switch had a 5-0 with four color rhinos recently 
um, like within the last like two days and it not much has changed. Yeah. Like it ends up where you play like a couple extra lands for Besaju because Besaju is a good card. Understandable. Yeah. Turns out. <laughs> but like the only the only new spells that are in this pile that he has are uh refuse to comply or whatever it is. I can only read the comply part of it, but it's another split card. And okay. the the core of the deck is still the exact same thing. Yeah. So I I feel like this is probably where I'm gonna go from now on because when people are just spinning their wheels in the who can set up Brennan six faster mirror match, uh, throwing eight power into play is a good way to stop that. Yeah, honestly, I mean, I don't, I don't blame you for. I can think of worse things to do. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, it also has one other super important benefit. It is so much more fun to play rhinos. I mean, yeah, that, that is why rhinos. we got into this. It really is. So I, I think I would rather play the Rhinos deck and just enjoy myself more and lose 5% against the mirror match and just have more fun with it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, that's the whole thing, right? It, We're it here turns to out more fun, fun is more better. True. Yeah. And I like more better. Hey, whatever works. You call right? that value. <laughs> <laughs> no i mean yeah, it makes sense and i think if it's still strong and i mean you saying five percent if that's especially if that's just like throwing out a number there like all right cool i that that looks dope too i might stick around and watch some uh some games of yours if you're running that <laughs> instead of maybe getting stuck in some of the other things yeah ah failure to comply that's what it was uh the front half is a remand that does not draw a card mm. and then the aftermath you can choose a card name and until your next turn your opponent can't cast this the spell so it's real fun with teferi like you have all this mana? Cool. Uh, I'm going to put that spell back in your hand, and then I'm going to make it so you can't cast it. Yeah. I mean, hey, pretty good. <laughs> good cards coming together to make them even better. <laughs> crazy, crazy, crazy. Mm. We'll see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> but in a more... More of a we're, we know this is going to happen side of things. We are a whopping three days away from Buffalo Chicken Dip Nine. Seamless, seamless segue there. There it is. <laughs> so I know what I'm playing. School in your off time. <laughs> uh, I know what I'm playing for the event. I'm playing Twelve Post. There's like maybe two card slots I'm messing around with still, but. I want to cast some Eldrazi. I want to make my opponents cry when I take all the turns. And I'm going to have a blast playing this deck, even if I scrub out of the event. Ian Fair. wants to cast Eldrazi and cat tap two lands to do it. I usually tap three. It's fine. It's balanced. 
Um, but Dom, what are you currently leaning towards? Because I know you've been bouncing around ideas for the last two and a half weeks. Um, I was trying out a four-color loam list. I just don't think I could. I couldn't get the amount of reps I wanted with it. Um, probably just gonna play lands like a red-green version. There was um, eight mulch, and now Thraven Yu put up a video with twelve mulch with treasure hunt as the mulch nine through 12. So uh, I'll watch that and maybe have another decision. Um, I mean, in my experience, be careful casting treasure hunt. All it ever finds is more treasure hunts. I mean, that's fair. That's fair. Um, The, I thought about reanimator. I'm sitting here thinking I could probably borrow my buddy's elves list. Um, but I'll probably just, every time I like borrow someone else's list or deck right before an event, I end up just being like disappointed. So I'm probably just going to play lands, go and have a good time and just be happy to be doing a decent, decent sized legacy event. So, and I, and I don't think I'm going to be upset with that. Kind of looking at the spread of different lists from past chicken dips. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like a decent, like a decent array. And I feel I'm trying to think, I think when I play lands and I've played against Delver, I've done usually pretty well. Which I feel like is like supposed to be, you know, yeah. that's rock to scissors. Um, but obviously, it's not that simple because if it Sometimes was, they stab you with we, the scissors. Yeah, why? Why would we ever play this game to begin with? Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm kind of thinking that. Like I thought about taxes and all this stuff, and I'm like, Dom, you've just been playing lands, you've been enjoying it. Just stick with it, and I'm pretty sure that's what I'm gonna do. So I will go to Goldfish, look at the Legacy metagame. Unfortunately, have to click the View More button, and uh, I'll find lands and figure out a list from there. So yeah, I barely had, I barely got onto the front page with my deck because it's number fifteen out of fifteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't look like oh, lands is sixteen. You're fine doesn't look like stuff's going like crazy with it i'm not sure about running reclaimer main i don't know mm-hmm. if i really care for that because yeah, i know um, we've talked about that in the past it just doesn't really fit in with the way that we want to play the deck yeah someone who went four and two at scg con syracuse had two minsk and boo in their deck so that looks like the front runner right now yep uh there was a uh naya um Naya Depths build that had three of them in the sideboard. Wild. Here's the important question. Do you have signed Boo tokens? No. I only have a Boo token right now. That's fine. You only need one. It's legendary. Yeah. Fine. I'll sign it for you. I don't have a signed one, no. But I found out that the artist that did the borderless Minskin Boo is signing in like a month or two. Perfect. I didn't try and rhyme. I swear to God, just 
happened to be the time. So, uh, <clears throat> so anyway, looking at that right God. now, and uh, <laughs> might so be uh, <laughs> figuring out some of the last uh, few little cards from there. <laughs> Um, I thought I was the one that gave off dad energy. I'm supposed to be making the <laughs> shitty jokes. I thought I'm the one who was a dad. Yeah, right. So uh, really, you're the one person in the room who doesn't get to make these jokes. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean that's that's where I'm at now. I think the because I would play Saga if I play the red green version. I don't think I'm going to play the eight mulch version. Mm-hmm. I could. Um, we've chatted about this before where it can be explosive like i've only i played it for a bit and i only saw it really do that like twice mm-hmm. i mean it was awesome when it did and i was still doing like pretty well with it um i just think the red green might be a little better like i kind of want punishing fire in there mm-hmm. um and then like trying to figure out most of the saga package i feel like is solid Obviously, gonna have my diamonds. I like an expedition map. I like a pithy needle, like shadow spear. Do I want a pyrite spell bomb in there? This one, it can't be fetched with it, but like a crucible main. Um, I think I would avoid the spell bomb personally. I'm yeah. I'm it's really seen, only good against taxes. I'm seeing like a soul guide lantern in some lists. Mm-hmm. I definitely like the main board pithy needle. I just really like having that option. So that is nice, yeah, yeah. So, stuff like that, like, and again, most of it's gonna be pretty much already done. Like, do I play a field of the dead? Like, do you play a field of the dead? Do you play a ancient tomb so you can just turbo out spheres faster? Like, there's a lot of small little tweaks that you mm-hmm. got like three days to figure out, yeah. And I, I like the ancient tomb in the board if I bring in spheres and um, like thorns, mm-hmm. something like that, which um, I have no problem doing that. This yeah, because then like it a... lets you have the hand with either a mox diamond or a crop rotation to have two yeah. on turn one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, looking at that, it's it's not bad. I, w- I kind of like a field. Um, I think... It would be easier from playing Reclaimer, though, if I had a field. It's kind of keep swapping things out that way, but I think it's, I think it's fine. Well, I'll probably have one in there just as a like, if it happens, cool, or have that option. Yeah. I, I get a little iffy about some decks that like it only has one way to win. Like I understand like that just works at times, but this way I could make a twenty twenty or field or just endurance or punishing fire or you know just that like that weird fringe playable package of urza saga times 50 yeah it's also also pretty good turns out Uh, i I think i think if i was going to play a dark depths deck soon i would 100 be playing land yeah or also you can never discount boo beatdowns very true That's that's if I have room for them, because I could see if I'm only playing like two or three endurance, then if I have 
those or do I play more lands because then I'm trying to play field. So I'm not really stressing about it. We'll figure it out, you know, um, but I think it'll be cool. So I'm probably leaning more towards the field of the dead. Um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I've enjoyed playing lands recently. I know at least I feel like some of the other depths lists are probably better um, at times, maybe, but I just feel like this one's kind of like a tried and true and they can always just get there. And I would hope that I understand most of the lines and if not, try and figure them out, you know, quick on my feet and uh, go from there and Hopefully, next time we record, Ian and I can talk about how we split in the finals and figured it out or, you know, did something like that. So that would be pretty nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. That would be awesome. <clears throat> so we wouldn't have to work with someone else's uh, schedule to try and interview. Exactly. <laughs> All right. We got to go for the weekend. Let's do it. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Why not just simply win? Exactly. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? Yeah. And Luke, you should be a life coach. I should. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. I'm quitting my job, becoming a life coach. Oof. Don't quit your job. Just let me have it. <laughs> uh, so, from all of us here at the pregame effect, think this has been everything we wanted to talk about for the next two weeks so hopefully we'll come back winners mm-hmm. so y'all have the rest of the night all right bye everybody see you